This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Welcome back to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Morris. With me, again, Mr. Jared J-Rod, short sky, cereal guy, donut guy, Ah, Mariyama. Keep adding to it, yes. There he is. So many guys here. Mm. (laughs) Speaking of guys, we've got another guest here today. Mr. Back again to the Squared Co. Podcast. Mr. Miguel, the Dancing Queen Wilson. <laughs> That's oh, offensive. Man. There you go. <laughs> I ran it by his people before. He's fine. I can he take loves Dancing it. Machine, Dancing Machine. <laughs> That's what I said, right? Yes. You said Dancing yeah, Queen. That's oh, great. My bad. Great. Weird. We are all familiar with each other here, and we have been teasing this. This episode for a little while here, we've been trying to get Jared on board with a particular cartoon series. Uh, That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Avatar, the last airbender episode. Today, we're talking about all things Avatar. Season one. Season one. There we go. There's the disclaimer there. Um, Yes. So, yeah. It it is a little strange to me that this sort of like flew under my radar. Once I started posting this uh, on social media that, oh, we're going to watch it or I'm getting the DVDs, everyone went nuts. Like people who don't <laughs> normally chime in on these things, like old people, parents were saying like, oh, it's the one show I watched with my kids or like, that's my favorite show. I, I couldn't believe the, the love for this show and that I was completely oblivious uh, to this thing so so i i was gonna bring this up a little bit later but since you um just said that uh why don't we yes how <laughs> so this came out in like 2004 2005 ish i know for me i missed this because at that time i was actually in training for the military um there's like a two-year period when i was doing training so i was kind of you know away from regular tv so i missed the first airing of at least the first season, if not the first two seasons mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. show. Miguel, did you catch it on the, the first run or did you end up seeing no. it after the fact? I'm in the same boat. I um, missed the first season and I heard friends talking about this show. And I was actually, I remember the day I was at Target <laughs> and uh, in the DVD aisle, they had uh, some of the discs for like, it was only like three or four episodes mm. per disc oh, at the yeah, time. Yeah. They didn't have the seasons. So um, my friend was like, did you see this show? This show was awesome. I was like, I never heard of it. But I trusted them because they were going crazy over this show. So I bought the first disc and that's how I got into it. And it was already though, um, second season was Aaron on mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. But that's that's how I got into it. Do you? So you don't even... It wasn't even like on your radar at all. It was no. somebody else. Jared, did you were you familiar with it while it was airing, or was this this kind of similar where you heard about it after the fact? Uh, so I I remember um, hearing the name of it, uh, but I don't. Mm. I, I thought it was an anime show. To be honest, like I I didn't know anything about it, and and uh, I didn't really research it or anything. And then when the uh, 
James Cameron Avatar film came out, I thought that was a, <laughs> I thought that was an adaptation of this cartoon, mm. and then there was the movie. But I don't think they called the movie really Avatar. I don't yeah, know. So it was weird because the timing was very close yeah. to when Avatar, the James Cameron Avatar, came out, to when the Last Airbender, which was the movie, the title for the movie version of this series. Um, and that got yeah, such so, a terrible reaction that I, I didn't understand yeah. that it was a response to how good the show was, that the movie was so bad. I just thought like, oh, this is all kind of garbage, so I don't really have to pay mm. attention to any of yeah. it. Um, so my bad there. But <laughs> I was so for me, I don't actually I mean, like I said, I was gone during the original airing mm -hmm. um, and I don't really remember even seeing it when I came back on TV um, this was when Netflix first started doing their streaming service or offered that as a thing. Mm. Um, my parents had a Netflix subscription where like, Jerry, you up until very recently, you were getting the physical DVDs. Right. So <laughs> as part of that plan, you had, they had a super limited, um, number of TV shows and films you could stream. And during like the early, one of the first waves of the streaming service, um, because it was so small, mm -hmm. you could kind of go through the whole catalog relatively quick right. and find things that you are interested in. I remember seeing Avatar on there and it was just like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll check it out. And I fell in love with it almost immediately and probably binged. That was like my introduction to binge watching a series. Yeah. Um, over maybe a week or two, just ended up watching the whole series. So Miguel, when you did you start with season two, or did you go back and like force yourself to you know watch the full? No, season? I I started with that first uh, disc I picked up from yeah. Target. You would think I'm sponsored by right. Target. <laughs> Me but, too. Uh, yeah. So from that first disc, I got hooked. Though I actually went back and bought the uh, the rest of the first season as. Did like each oh disc, mm -hmm. so I I have like I still save yeah. them all. So I have like the first season of Avatar is like five different separate DVDs. Mm. <laughs> so I watched all those, and then um, I didn't want to go out of order. Yeah. once I was yeah. hooked. So I watched all those, and then um, caught up until where it was at on the show in the on the TV, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then kept going from there and then i couldn't wait because took some time i think in between uh season two to season three uh, before uh, they dropped the next season yeah it's funny it's one of those shows i think that obviously now in retrospect it's it's huge and maybe it's just because of the amount of time since the show actually first aired but it didn't mm -hmm. get that kind of like uh adventure time buzz you know or like a merchandise run right. like where it's just absolutely everywhere uh, so I think maybe that's why it kind of flew under the radar for me. I'm not saying that it was hard yeah. to find, not at all. Obviously, right. it had a following, yeah. but it didn't. Well, for myself, I know it. Um, it the first season you said, Mark, what what was it like? Oh four, oh five, two thousand five, two thousand four, five, two thousand five. So I was like a few years into college, and um, <laughs> too I, too cool I, for I, cartoons. I, yeah, like I was, but I wasn't um, watching cable tv as much if that makes sense mm. i i didn't really um watch tv as much in college he was, he was and so dancing. i wasn't i 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was. <laughs> I was going to dance auditions and, and going to art school, but I wasn't really watching uh, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network anymore and all that stuff. So I was out of the loop until uh, friends told me there's this really cool cartoon on Nickelodeon. And so, mm. Yeah, if, if you've made it this far into the episode, I'm going to assume that you've either already seen this uh, Avatar, at least the first season. Um, we will get into spoilers for just the first season. Um, but we're going to, this episode is just going to focus on the first season. Um, right. I will say this right. going into it. I am the lucky one here because I am not familiar with the show as well as you guys are. But people out there who love it are going to be screaming at the at the <laughs> microphone about everything uh, we get wrong. So hopefully this so will I, up our comments because people will yeah. chime in and tell us how wrong Mark was about. I don't it. know. This is going to be really negative comments. Yes. On here, but <laughs> any press, um, any press is good. You know, press. just like Star Wars, mm-hmm. after the movies came out, there was like an expansion with uh, exp- extended universe. Mm-hmm. Um, they did something similar with Avatar where they had comic book series that novelization deeper too. Yeah. a yeah. little bit after and before and kind of in between. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone that deep. I did actually get one of the trades um, of the comics, but I didn't go ahead and read the entire series. So I don't know if a lot of the questions that we may be bringing up in this episode are actually answered in those. Mm. Well, um, we'll, we'll like, stick to, but uh, just the show. Yeah. 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 Cause that's too hard. I will say, let me show you this before we go any further. I almost forgot. Oh, oh she's for so prepared. Jared. Shirt on. Jared. Jared. It's a very cool shirt. Actually. Oh, Jared's the coolest guy. Cool. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's so appropriate. Oh, Cause that's so perfect. That shirt is, season one version of the characters it is. it's, it's a medium go. shirt too he's been working out it's not even a it's not this a medium it's not quite a small, small. <laughs> oh. okay jared, jared just i saw that showed the shirt off so you could say that yeah oh exactly. yeah, yeah we we, he, we were I looking at it well so mark a, again mark and a, miguel have no shirt on so i'm i'm so <laughs> a little behind uh next 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 month we'll we'll all be shirtless <laughs> so how do we yep. want to attack this because i've got questions because i've watched this thing now just once i have not gone back and rewatched it my my television well, viewing goes like this i work all day until about like 11 30 midnight and then i go to bed and watch tv <laughs> <laughs> until i fall asleep so that's how i viewed this thing uh, these first 20 did episodes. you so how bingy was this for you did you maybe like, how quickly did you get through to it to a night maybe um, that's a good pace yeah that's a really yeah, good yeah, pace yeah. that's how i like to watch stuff yeah. too like it keeps it fun and you know you wanting more there was and you can act you can like digest what you yeah. saw and yeah. think about it before you get into the next episodes there that's was right. some if you do too many at once it's just kind of jumbles together and you yeah may not pick up on a lot of I started things. falling asleep in a few of them not because they were bad episodes just I was getting you tired so, so then late. I'd rewatch it the next night cuz I had to I know it was like good information and stuff and I wanted to make sure I didn't yeah. I didn't miss it Let me say this mm-hmm. in case I mean Mark was pretty clear but I can't remember if it was said or not So Mark and I have seen mm-hmm. the series a lot all the right. way through mm-hmm. multiple um, times would you say I've seen it multiple mm-hmm. times, I think. It's probably mm-hmm. twice all the way through. What about you, Mark? I've watched it beginning to end twice. And then, Same you year, know, yeah. probably five plus years ago, it was still on TV regularly showing reruns. So I would catch 
uh, random episodes here and there, but actually like sitting down and going from start to finish, I've done it twice. And before this record, I rewatched season one. Oh, you so did. by oh, the good, time good. we're done with all of this, I will have rewatched from beginning to end three times. And I've done the same. I just finished rewatching good. season one. This is great. You guys are good. So like, it's I'll fresh. have but um, Jared has just watched season one again. Right. That's it. So we're not going to discuss anymore. We're not discussed in past one. season one. Not to mention characters or other <laughs> events. Nothing. Oh yeah. So we kind of tiptoed around this, but I, one of the things I really like about this series is the pacing. Um, I know that a lot of cartoons, especially like longer run series, they'll have a ton of filler episodes that get kind of annoying and don't really progress the story mm-hmm. um this definitely does have some but overall even with like the filler episodes it had introduction of really interesting characters um it had e- touchy life lessons <laughs> touchy life lessons <laughs> there's little nuggets that they would introduce too that would lead on to uh you know propel the story forward so even though the gist of an episode would be um ang Katara and Sokka are moving towards uh, the Northern Water Tribe to try and learn waterbending. And along the way, somebody gets in trouble or they get under attack and they have to find their way out of this problem. (laughs) But it's all moving forward towards this thing. So even though it's it's the episodes are kind of repetitive, it gets told uh, and they introduce really fun and unique new things. So it doesn't really feel... uh, you know, it, it keeps it energized and exciting. Right. Well, that wants that leads me into wanting to say what kind of drew me in from the first few episodes, okay. mm-hmm. which is um, I'm a big fan of obviously cartoons and, and these heroic cartoons like growing up with X-Men, Batman animated mm-hmm. series, um, Thundercats, even anything where. You could get excited watching, knowing the hero may be in trouble, and you're like, oh, here comes that moment where he's going to have to do something or she's going to have to do something great. I grew up watching She-Ra as well, my sister. <laughs> um, so with Aang, that episode where you first see him glow, where he comes out mm-hmm. of the water, mm-hmm. right? So it's the second episode, I think, um, with the the Avatar spirit. And I just think it's... a uh, it's a brilliant heroic moment to where it's almost like his will takes over, willpower. Like he doesn't know how to control the Avatar spirit at this moment. And it just kind of comes over him. And all the the bending abilities of all four elements uh, comes to him. And he could do anything, mm-hmm. really. He becomes the Avatar in this state, uh, you know, metaphorically speaking. Right. And... Uh, it is that it, kind. Of, that was a cool. That was cool. That was cool for me. That kind of brought me in. Yeah, it's you know? fun how they introduce this stuff. So it's not like in the beginning he's this badass avatar guy that can do anything. He's right. a twelve-year-old kid with twelve-year-old problems tacked on the fact that he's the avatar and supposed to be the savior of the world. Right. So I think right. that makes it gives it a fun aspect and a different sort of perspective and dynamic than your typical. Uh, superhero 
so right. I will say this. So I had no idea what this show was about at all. I had, you know, like just hearing the title, that's all I knew about. I didn't I didn't know what the storyline was, even in the Vegas sense. So uh, coming into this for that first episode, I do like when cartoons and and very few do this. They sort of drop you right into it. They don't start off by over explaining absolutely every little aspect yes. of the land. And here's the story. And here they do a little bit in the in the opening um, but but other than that, I, I don't think um, they they talk about it much. That's fantastic. Uh, it, right. It's it adds a complexity that you don't see much anymore because usually everything has to get over explained and it's like set it mm-hmm. up and this is the toy and, and everything. So I loved that right away. <laughs> I, I will say at first I agree. I love his introduction uh, where he comes out of the water and this this all this mystery. Yeah. Um, He's a little Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace. You know, he's like, like <laughs> instantly this kid, kid, not serious kid, you know, very like nuts mm-hmm. kid. And that took for me a yeah. little adjusting, like because he knew he was the Avatar. It wasn't like he didn't know he was the Avatar yet. Um, so mm-hmm. so that like he jumped right into being a kid and not being at all sort of confused about this hundred year gap that that took place. Uh, and I was a little confused about what happened to the previous avatar and i kept waiting for that to be explained and maybe that gets explained in later seasons as we get closer to the end of this thing um so we don't have to talk about that if that is the case um that is the part that remained fuzzy to me and i kept thinking i should know what happened there right and that's okay i think to have those thoughts <laughs> well, i mean <laughs> like in a, so even just watching the first season yeah you only only one avatar can exist at one given time. Right, so, right. you know, in order for Aang to exist, the previous avatar had to die. That's basically right. all we know at this point. I also feel like I didn't explain fully what I was trying to say in the sense of like, obviously we do know Aang's the avatar. We know that um, he has all these great powers and we see it in the second one. I think it's the point that he he glows when he goes into the avatar mode. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's Jordan. that's what gets me excited is because he's already a really kick-ass monk that's an airbender. He could fight. He could take care of himself. Mm-hmm. But it's like he has this whole level mm-hmm. of epicness mm-hmm. once he starts to glow. And I think that buildup that, and how they use it, even in season one, is like he doesn't glow every episode. Right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not – um, Lion O'Conn, the Thundercats, every end of the episode, and they all come together to beat the villain. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good build of when it's time for him to glow and, and when he's going to use it, when he can use it, how can he use it? You know, is he able to use yeah. it? These are all questions and answers that they do a good job. So with. let me ask this then. This is going to be how it goes the whole show, I think. I'm just going to have questions for you guys. <laughs> Bring it on. And I'm going to, I don't know, deflect so everything. When he's, <laughs> so, you, so spoilers. When he's in the ice at the beginning, is he, is he, uh, is he glowing the whole time? Like I know when he goes into that state, when they finally show that, that scene, he, he, goes into the glow state and then sort of forms ice around him, protects him and stuff like that. Is he in a state of meditation there where he's not aware of what's going on? Or is he in the spirit world for that hundred years? Because it seems like every time else we see him go into the glow mode, he's visiting that sort of spirit world. I could be wrong, but I think think (laughs) it's it's the equivalent of him just sleeping. So it's like uh, right now, you know, Walt Disney is frozen. So it's the same same thing as that. He's just <laughs> hibernating and frozen asleep, not necessarily in the spirit world, but 
he's okay more or less hibernating thank you for the disney connection but but other times when he does <laughs> go into the spirit world he is in that meditative glow state well, right so there's there's different versions there's what uh, miguel was talking about which is avatar mode where he's physically you know in the nor- the real world mm-hmm. and just has heightened abilities mm. then he can do the meditative side and go into the spirit world which is kind of like uh it's it's close to stranger things the upside down you know more but yeah it's like a mirror what, to our world yeah what i understood is without trying to give any spoilers cuz you do see the episode with avatar roku yeah. and yeah. when uh, they have they open up the doors and roku helps him right, mm-hmm. right, right. escape and ang's like i'm ready he starts to glow it's a really awesome scene well um the way I understand it is the, the the powers of the past avatars can at any time, you know, help out Aang or whoever the current avatar is. And that glow happens and they almost kind of take over the current avatar body, which mm-hmm. is Aang, and, and use their powers as well through Aang because he's the current avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it does but, seem a little out of his control, right? Like he starts getting upset it is, and yeah. then... Like wind starts happening, and so yeah, he can't yeah, quite yeah, tell yeah. what he's it's doing. It's very emotion based, and but until he learns how to channel okay, it. Okay, that's what I was assuming. That it was that he's because he's young and he doesn't know how to quite how to do it. Mm, okay, control himself. Very good, very good. Uh, so how do you want to do this? Should we? Should we? Because I <laughs> should we kind of go? You can the keep. You, don't worry about it. Just if you have questions, go ahead. But since we've got a weird stall here. I'll bring up another topic. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, I was actually looking up because I knew <laughs> the actual definition of Avatar is interesting. It kind of okay. explains as well as, uh, which it says, a manifestation of a deity or released soul in bodily form on Earth. Mm. Okay. Um, so kind of like, you know, I, I feel like it's, again, the past Avatar yeah. spirits that are using Aang's body as a vessel that can go he's the only one he's the chosen one he's the avatar they can go through him and he can use any of the elements mm-hmm. he wants because he has yeah. i mean okay the very fact that we're having this discussion like this about this part is fantastic <laughs> like i love that a kid's show in quotes is like layered like this where getting um, this deep yeah i mean yeah. it is kind of star warsian right like the force and like you don't really know mm-hmm. everything about it and then they introduce midi chlorians and everyone goes nuts and then yeah but uh yeah okay go Uh, ahead mark what were you gonna say jared you are more or less the animation expert Ah. of the group (laughs) i do want to ask you specifically like what you thought about the animation for this series um it took a little getting used to for me one because it's sort of that um i I always call it saturday morning cartoons because it's not feature film animation Mm -hmm. so you know you get a little used to that the style of show is very nice i like the look of it it, it is like an Americanized anime. You can tell that they're borrowing yeah, heavily yeah. from anime. I, um, I wanted to ask you about that, too, because I know um, you're not necessarily a huge anime fan, mm-hmm. uh, but how do you feel with this? Like, It's like American anime. Yeah, yeah it's almost. very much so. Um, I think it's fine. I mean, I don't it's not my favorite form, like the, the you know, the broad emotions. And there's always that sort of mm-hmm. comic character that does that extreme facial stuff you know like Sokka I think gets to do all that stuff uh you know that's yeah. his role um and they kind of take very uh similar you know archetypes and stuff from from 
anime and just like uh, and put it here. And, you know, the design goes that direction a little bit, not quite as extreme as anime, but um, mm-hmm. it's like a mix between like, you know, like Batman, the animated series, that kind of an angular look and and um, and, and anime. So I, I was fine with it. It's yeah, not my I, favorite form of animation, it, but I was fine with it because the story is so good. Yeah. When I remember uh, season two was out and I was reading reviews of people who had even watched season one. I remember there was some negative light on, you know, people saying it was like a wannabe anime. Mm. It was American cartoon trying to be anime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe I was just reading a few hater comments, but I remember <laughs> people were saying that. And, um, I mean, I loved it. I wasn't heavily into anime right. at the time. I actually watched more anime after Avatar. Mm-hmm. At that time, I had only watched a few things here and there. But um, I think it's a cool like uh, animation style. Mm-hmm. I, I personally love 2D animation, like I always say, yeah. more than 3D. Definitely. So. It's cool, a, right? I, I liked uh, the a lot of the actions and fighting sequences. I think they did really well on... Um, mm. and like the, the character design, Aang is such a freaking cute little kid. They did that. I don't know. They made him so likable right. just by the way he looks. Yeah. He, the voices are yep. great. Yeah. Yep. Voices fit well too. Oh, all the voice acting is great. Um, your boy Rufio, mm, Jared. I know. I saw that in the bonus features. <laughs> <laughs> Zuko. Uh, but even um, I will say if we bring up Zuko now because this is the first time we're talking about it but yeah. very good character um because he's a it's a dimensional villain like they don't just play him I, like I a villain say it's that, nice yeah. that they make him sort of you sort of sympathize with his story a little bit they kind of made the other I don't know general or something he's more of a villain role than than it, Zuko right, yeah um but yeah. uh Zuko he's a lot of people's favorite Zuko character. is yeah, I could see yeah. that, and um, I, I liked him a lot more than I thought I was going to. Actually, I really did like all of the characters. There, there wasn't a character mm-hmm. that I disliked. Um, some of them started out like even with Sokka. There was some of the comedy bits was a little heavy, uh, but it, even that I, I ended up liking him uh, very much. So, um, yeah, I think I want to talk a little bit about that too. Like the character development specifically for Zuko is so good mm-hmm. for a villain. If you look at Almost all of the cartoons, even now, the villain is just bad guy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. and their motives are really, really flat and generic where it's, I want all the money or I want to rule the world and that's it. With Zuko, you know, especially as the story progresses, you get to see how layered he is and a lot of the motives. Is, why is he after the Avatar? It's not just, I want to capture him and kill mm-hmm. him. There's a reasoning behind yeah. it. And you get to see that unfold. The episode, I th- this is probably one of my favorite episodes from season one, when they do the backstory of both of them. Aang. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's their characters are so mirrored. Yep. And the way they told that story was really really good. That was a storm one so or awesome. something, I think. Right where there's the big yeah. Storm they they're hiding in the storm yep. and he's all sad and they both are reflecting on. Uh, you know, how they got to where they are. So I didn't realize this was uh, like a Dave Filoni thing. Like, I know he's not the creator of it. He worked on the show and directed a few of them and everything. Uh, Was this his first, do you guys know, was this his first thing or was this, 
No. Yeah, so he's uh, he did Clone Wars and all that. Um, oh, okay. and you can tell there's a lot of similar storytelling in the Clone Wars series as there is here. A lot of this did remind me of Star Wars, just sort of set in a much more, I don't know, Asian heavy alternate <laughs> alternate yeah. world. Um, it was kind of interesting to see. You know, this is very uh, influenced by I don't know. What the, what i'm looking for here. like what like culturally like actual yeah it, yeah like asian for culture sure, is for very sure. heavily influencing right. here well um, yeah even like what you're saying mark with the uh fight sequences mm-hmm. for the animation i think it's so great because uh even in the bonus features they show that each uh tribe has the specific martial arts style mm-hmm. that their fighting style is based off of and they animate that style really mm-hmm. well yeah. For instance, like uh, the Airbenders use uh, Bakwa, I think. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but it's more of a defensive mm-hmm. martial arts style. Yeah, and that makes sense and, for you know his and, perspective and right demeanor, like how he was brought in the in the temples, brought up. And then like Northern Shaolin Kung Fu, Kung Fu for um, the Firebenders because they're very aggressive mm-hmm. on the offense more. And uh, yeah, I think Tai Chi's water bending, you could see that. Yeah, this is very uh, fluid. Right. And then Hongar Kung Fu for um, uh, earthbenders, which is very based on like strong stance and, uh, you know, powerful, uh, these, these low to the ground kind of horse stance like positions mm-hmm. that you could tell too when they earthbend. All right. You know, it's this this question. Go ahead, Mark. Jared, you go oh, ahead. I was just gonna say, like, it's nice that they don't overuse the the bending. Like, I was afraid it was just gonna be like benders versus benders the whole time, which sounds <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, but like, uh, they they actually are very reserved in their their using usage yeah. of that as a as a weapon or as a you know as a story structure, which is which is great. I, I'm surprised they show such restraint with that. Um, it does make it more interesting, and I'm sure we'll see more of it as we go through the the new seasons and stuff but um for this first season i like the way they sort of ease you into that mythology of that without uh overdoing it did uh let me ask this and again if it's answered just don't answer if it's mentioned in the other seasons but did they talk about his actual parents i don't remember that they talked i know that they showed him at the monastery and everything and then when he was sort of picked as the avatar but uh, other than that, did they I did they talk so. about it or anything? I don't think they even explained it away, did they? I don't think so. Okay. No. That's we'll leave it at that then. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of leave it like he's being raised right. by monks. Yeah. Right. Monks. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. I wasn't sure. I wanted to make sure I didn't I didn't miss that. Was there uh for this first season, do you guys have like a least favorite episode? Mm, I mean I probably if I were to like have that in mind as I'm watching them or if I were to look back at like episode lists, I could probably pick one. But I can't say that there's any that really jump out as like, oh, that one yeah. was a little bit weaker. I think maybe the first or second one, but because it's so new, the first time that you watch it, it's exciting. But as, you know, the third time viewing it for yeah. me, going back, it's pretty slow. Mm. Um, and it, you know, obviously, again, if it's the first time you're watching it, it's all new, so it can be a little bit more exciting. Right, right. Going back, viewing it multiple times, I think those were the slower episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the boy in the iceberg. Yeah, yeah I can't. And I can't 
say that any really jump out. The only the one, one you were thinking of, the one that sort of slowed down for me a little bit, because anytime they talk about the the the, the bigger story, like even if you get a nugget of it in each episode, that's great. I think that's what you really are kind of waiting mm. for, for the most part. Um, the one where they're walking that tribes, those two battling tribes oh, through the, the yeah, valley. Yeah. That one was, yeah, that one divide. was a little like, mm, like it felt like that was also the one I was going <laughs> to like wasting time a little bit. Like you do learn some stuff in that episode, but the overall story is like, I don't care about either. Like there's the dirty tribe yeah. and the anal retentive tribe and <laughs> how will yeah. they ever get along? But, um, and then those creatures come out of the wall or whatever. Just, yeah. I feel yeah, like, and then there wasn't much yeah. action either. Some, so many shows, no matter what type it is, you know, they have an episode like mm-hmm. that where it's two extreme opposite groups that hate each other. How are they going to come together in the Right. End? I mean, and it makes sense. And, th- and then every now and then you remind yourself this is a kid's show, basically. Like, uh, right. That there's room right. for that, obviously. But, um, and it, I will say one of my favorite yeah. episodes was, uh, the, yes. the Blue Spirit. Oh, yes. yeah. That was great. That one, yeah. That, and then when they do the mirroring of their kind of back origin story, mm-hmm. those are two Storm, are probably my yeah. favorite. So the Blue Spirit we know is Zuko. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I know yes. they mentioned that. And it's again, for a kid's show, it's amazing how quickly they will just like explain stuff away. Like, you know, they didn't go into a whole thing about, Oh, it's him. It's like one line of dialogue or something. I think in there where the, where they like a key. Well, he him. ends up saving well, him at the end. Yeah. And he takes yeah, the yeah, mask. Yeah. But I mean, like they don't, over like that wasn't the big storyline you know that they i don't know i just like the way that they let those things go i always wonder if kids pick up on a lot of this or if they just like probably just action bits watch yeah (laughs) i I also like that um they've showed a few already they have wanted posters around and you see like the blue Mm -hmm. spirit you see ang you know you see different people on them that's really cool and it is interesting that everybody knows he's the avatar um and and that was a little confusing. I don't know if that's something that's explained more, or if it, even if it's they, needed to be explained. Why well, I don't think it really does. They had one scene that I can remember, like when he first went into Avatar mode and like all the different shrines uh, lit up. Mm. So that was like you know the telling point that oh the Avatar's back, the Avatar's back, and then they showed a sequence when it was basically a game of uh, telephone where one merchant told somebody he sold like cabbage to that oh the avatar's back and then that guy went fi- on a fishing trip and then told his buddies that the avatar's back and it kind of just went on and on so that showed how it spread quickly you know obviously you, you got to take some liberties or like yeah, you know yeah. stretch your imagination but that was kind of how they addressed that issue of the word getting out so quickly. So we're to assume yeah. then that once these monks or whatever picked him as the, or, or said that he was the avatar that from that moment it spread. I think, um, two things. One is he's also the last airbender. Mm. So I think, uh, the fire nation mm. to my understanding went and wiped out the whole air temples right. and they, and so ah. there should be no more airbenders left. So if there's an airbender le- left, it should be um, the okay. The avatar. Okay. So they knew the new avatar then, was an airbender. So okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then the next thing is um, what was it? Oh, 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew the one was the he's the last air last okay. airbender. That makes sense. I'll think of the yeah. other one. So yeah. there's the cycle. You know the intro mm-hmm. sequence that yes. has it goes water, earth, fire, air. That's the Avatar sequence. So once the once Aang dies, the next Avatar will be a waterbender, and then after that, it'll be an earthbender, and the cycle just keeps going mm. and going. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't get that, that that it was cyclical like that. I didn't I didn't pick that well, up. Well, they when he goes into that the air temple and they have all of the statues of the yeah, past yeah um avatars they explain it there but yeah it is kind of quick see gotta watch it over again certain episodes i think are like <laughs> key it's like uh, the the overall story kind of like runs together uh, sort of above all this other action that's taking place uh that's sort of right. a distraction but it's almost like i take notes um <laughs> but what was i gonna say so let's see um so uh, the favorite episode, though, would you say is that one where he's? Yeah, I. I'm looking at the set list. I don't just remember. This the is this is a. Um, I don't know what they were called. I forget. But basically, the Lost Boys episode I thought was fun. Oh, the Jet. Yeah, Jet. Um, and his little clan of kids. Mm. That was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the water bending scroll because I like yeah. pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that thing Did at you, the end of one of the last few episodes that he has to go into that, it's in the spirit world, I think, right? Oh, yeah, cool. that like, the yeah, <laughs> what a fantastic character. And then I was confused if, um, is that his only bit, just that part in, in, the, in the series? They don't reference it, I mean, in season one, do they reference him? Oh, in season one, okay, yeah, that's okay. It. Because it's a fantastic character, and I was like, "Oh gosh, this seems like a bigger thing than than what they showed." Yeah, you're asking he too many questions faces. here. Okay, <laughs> slow your roll That's on good. the questions. <laughs> I picked up on that at least, but um, yeah, no, that I thought that was a, a fantastic, like, terrifying concept. And then you know they just show that little monkey at the beginning, and he like turns his head, and he's like, "No face, yeah, no face." That's a scary <laughs> piece right there. That's a scary scene. Yeah, so uh, I thought that was really good. Um, and again. You know, obviously they have a. Do you think they had this whole thing mapped out from the very beginning? Oh, for they had sure. to. I have... think it was. Okay. Had to I have. think the whole overall story arc you know, from beginning to end existed from the creator or the creators. Um, and, you know, all those little filler episodes and stretching it out over 20 plus episodes per season. Mm-hmm. That was probably from the studios. But I think the pitch. Or in like the actual yeah, the, Avatar storyline came from, you know, it was w- definitely pre-planned. Because yeah, because I will say after finishing the first yeah. season, it gets if you can imagine so much more rich mm. in character development mm-hmm. and answering the questions you mm-hmm. have, and everything just gets better. I feel like the uh, the the action, the animation, the like I said, the character development. Uh, the story, everything gets more rich after season one, as it should. Yeah. Two and three. I, yeah, I'm sure it does. I mean, I, I imagine that once it got picked up for the, the second season, that they probably, I would almost imagine that they almost agreed to a third season right off the bat, right? Like, if you're going to keep going, then, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, because of the way that the this story is told and that there is a definite finish line, mm-hmm. they probably 
sold this as like a package deal or you know maybe right. we'll see how season one goes and then yeah because this season did kind of have a wrap it's similar to the first episode of star wars where like it kind of finishes like there's a victory right 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 but it's not really tied up completely um there are some loose ends yes but um yeah it probably was a tester but then once that went well they went ahead and greenlit the second and third final. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's pretty open ended though. Still, I mean, given that we are told the the right. bigger story <laughs> right from the get go, but um, yeah. can you imagine if it didn't do well and they're like, "Well, that's it," <laughs> like the movie. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Just season <laughs> that's, one. That's I, it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It is so. The movie essentially, the live action movie is season one, mm. just told in an hour or two hours, fifteen minutes. <laughs> However long it was. Um, I am, I gotta so, say, so. I am curious to see the movie, knowing it's terrible, but just kind of oh, don't to see it. what no, they I, did, you know, like how they treated it. I don't think it's as awful as the everybody says it out to be, but I did watch it, had already fallen in love with the series, and it definitely did not do it justice. It's so. I think you should finish watching the full yeah, yeah, series yeah. I would before you that. watch the movie, though. I would Enjoy say it all yeah. before you put a bad. Yes, in your mouth. <laughs> uh, I mean, I you know me. I'm optimistic, and I love all movies. You guys know me, and I am. I will say wholeheartedly, like it was just trash <laughs> to me. But I mean, it, because had you not known the show itself, though, would you have been as tough on it? Or, or I mean, probably, okay. probably not. Probably if if I hadn't watched the show and saw it, I probably would have had a little yeah, bit of love with yeah. me, love for it. Like, oh, that's cool. But since I you know, was so in love with the show and knew how brilliant and great uh-huh. the show was. Seeing the movie was such a letdown because I just felt like how great the storytelling and the um, just the character development alone. It, I was thinking like these movies could have been like mm-hmm. Lord of the yeah. Rings epic. Yeah. Like each season could be like three yes. hour movies. Yes, you know? for sure. You know, it's we, we I mean, we've talked about this as well, like compared it to um, Miguel just did to Lord of the Rings and compared it to Star Wars. And it, it is pretty remarkable that this exists and it has such a big, it, it's a big world that mm-hmm. exists. And normally all of these cartoons, it's pretty contained, but there's so much uh, history built within this that it could be as big as a Star Wars as far as spinoffs go and backstory, uh, prequels, if you will. You know, I know they did do a follow-up series called Korra, mm-hmm. um, but I'm curious to see, like, now, you know, we're talking about this. It seems like there's getting a, another kind of boost of popularity. I wonder if they're going to continue on with this storyline or any sort of thing within this world. Hmm. I mean, do you know? I think I mean, these characters are very appealing. Uh, and I think to me, this will yeah. feel like original trilogy Star Wars. Like, um, mm-hmm. like the, a big part of this is that they were, they were able to create appealing characters. And that's what makes you interested in the story, too, I think. So I think it's like, it is a fascinating world. It's a big world. But um, I think the challenge is always to make compelling characters that, um, you know, that have a, a story that you are interested in following because so much of the mythology, obviously I I'm assuming we're going to go through in the next two seasons. Um, and so then how do you keep, you don't want to just repeat that or, 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 you know, go up against it. Is there a, a story that makes sense in this world that you want to, 
you know, Mark, it's like you crying about a solo film. Do we need a solo film? You know, (laughs) how much, how much? Yeah, but we're at what? 10 Star Wars movies? I will say, yes, yes. I will say though, like, um, they were very good at creating, like in some of those throwaway episodes, other things, like when they go to that all women island uh, or, yeah, fantastic. Like that in itself could have been a show, uh, probably. Um, so I think there's a lot of stuff like that, or there's good ideas and stuff. I don't know if it, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I think that's, uh, one of the appealing parts of this thing is how big it is like, and they don't over explain much of it. So that's great. Yeah. I'm a sucker for like, uh, sometimes probably parts people think are cheesy, but I think like I get excited for like when the fortune teller episode. Mm-hmm. When the fortune teller tells Katara she's gonna be in love or she'll she'll be with a powerful yeah. bender, and it make you know you don't know who it is. I'm not giving you any spoilers, but you know there's a lot of powerful benders right. we know on the show. But at the um, end of that episode, you see Aang stopping the volcano, and and Sokka says, you know, man, that kid's one powerful bender, mm-hmm. and. Sarah's like, what'd you say? And he's like, I just said that kid's one powerful bender. And that just little moments like that still mm-hmm. give me chills. I think that's cool that they do cool writing like that yeah. and stuff. You know, very like cheesy, that. romantic little cheese guy. ball. Very Anakin and Padme. That's why I'm a- <laughs> I liked episode oh, there two. You go. No. There's our problem. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah no the writing is very good uh, i'm surprised actually at the right i think uh, a lot of the times i was expecting it to kind of go you know either too kiddish or something like that and it, and it surprised me every time with um with how it, it stuck to its sort of um its style of writing and stuff you know it, it's right. like even something great like batman the animated series had some really shaky <laughs> episodes like they're not all mm-hmm. great it's just yeah. that the great ones were so amazing and i think that's um, you know, it's not as extreme here um, because it is a serialized story more so than Batman was. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get off track, but I do want to mention okay. one thing about Batman because <laughs> I just finished the whole. Uh, oh, you did! Collection oh my that gosh! Came out. I, I finally got through them all. I was doing like two or three a night as well because I, yeah. I love them so much. I, I rewatched them all, and um, rewatching it now, I just want to say Batman got handled too yeah. easy at times. <laughs> Like for being Batman, like someone would throw like a giant hanging anchor at his chest and he yes. couldn't jump out of the way. I'd be like, what? Batman wouldn't get hit by that. Anyways, that's all. That's all. <laughs> that's hilarious. Do you, okay. So I don't, I, we've been so throwing so much praise at this show, but I do have to ask, is there any yeah. like negative things you can think of about the show as a whole? You know, we, talked about specific moments maybe but is there anything that sticks out to you that you really think that they could have improved on or done better Uh, the only i'll start so you guys can think about it i think the humor was a little bit overboard i know it's a kid's early on yeah i do have to admit that it did kind of grow on me not necessarily grow on me but you get used to it um i think jokes get <laughs> but like that was the if I had to be like really nitpicky, I'd say that humor is a little was a little much. But it, I mean, even that that's like if I am forced to choose. It's something. primarily Sokka, though, right? Don't you think like he gets the brunt of the comedy? Bits. Yeah, but because he's that that type of character, and you kind of have to have that sort of slapsticky, unstoppable. Uh, yeah, character. 
You know, I think he almost gets a pass. Yeah, yeah. It's when it's like kind of takes over. Um, well, you know, I'll tell you right now, I, it was overboard for me. I'm not really a fan of the hippies from the, <laughs> the Love Cave epi- episode. They were playing like music mm. the whole time. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That one I wasn't a huge fan of, but it was still cool. <laughs> I, again, I think it's because these characters are so good that they carry you through the, the slower patches or... Right, um, right. Yeah. I mean, they even handled the whole like they're kind of looking for their dad. Not really, but they kind of are. And th- mm. th- those episodes were, were very good when they would just hint at that. Um, and then when they kind of turned on him because they made him like a little brat, you know, remember he didn't want to give the map to their dad because they were going to leave. <laughs> yeah, like, that was yeah. a good episode. I thought that was interesting that they would go in that direction so that he's not a saint you know, or that he's right, like yeah, a right. kid. Flawed hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. And I will say the last two episodes, like I think everything nicely built to that those last two episodes, which are yeah, extremely definitely. dense and and are almost worth rewatching. Um, to to bring in that daughter who is part moon or whatever, like <laughs> yeah. it's fantastic to do that in in the confines of like one or two episodes, and then to have that mm-hmm. build towards her end um that was great that was really powerful you guys what are we doing what are we doing though we haven't even mentioned uncle iroh (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's he's one of the greatest characters (laughs) on the show oh i i just thought about this i'm like we're missing something Uh, we're missing something here okay he yeah definitely one of my favorite characters on there he is just like his whole demeanor and perspective on life is so good, and then you, so great. You, he pulls on the heartstrings too, because you stick could step back and you look at Zuko, who's basically doesn't have a dad. He kind of stepped right. in to fill that fatherly role. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to get super sentimental, I'm watching that like, oh my god, what a sweet man <laughs> taking over, watching out for this, basically becoming... Mark, Mark's hands on his yes. heart right now. <laughs> Mark is clutching the pearls <laughs> as he tells this story. <laughs> but it's basically just taking over the responsibilities of a father for this bratty kid. And as big of a brat as Zuko is at times, he's still there. You know, doing the and right listens things, to his uncle. Yeah. yeah, for the right reasons. Great. Yeah, character. I agree. I think that it's neat that um, again, it's a lot of thought went into Zuko being the villain of this. Uh, you know, throughout season one, and the Fire Nation is so evil and bad, and Iroh is more along for the ride to look out for his mm-hmm, nephew. Mm-hmm. It seems like more than worried about capturing the Avatar. Or, um, you know, the the Fire Nation's uh, social status as taking over. Did they say how he's his uncle? Is it is it the father's brother? He seems a little old. They they will say. Okay. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) We don't have to. They'll they'll say they explain a lot more into uh, that family line. Okay, good. And then like, do we um, like so the Fire Nation seems like just assholes for for no reason um <laughs> is that explained a little as to their why like i, I mean there are they like just uh, some bad people in it's, charge at the moment and, and otherwise it was fine or like <laughs> okay yeah well i mean if, i think yeah because if you look back the previous avatar was a firebender and he wasn't necessarily evil 
So no. it's no. They explain. They explain it. Remember, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Explain it's all just that. that the yeah. right. It, it it'll answer your question about okay. the Fire Nation and about what happened at the Great. I assumed Avatar. it would, but you know, never know. So I won't. I won't okay. push that any yeah. further. Um, no, no more, no more questions on storyline. Okay. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure I caught it all. I almost feel like I need to watch. I will probably want to watch this season over again, or at least key well, episodes. I mean, uh, so once you get into the rest of the series, like because it does a, such a good job as telling like the bigger picture story, mm-hmm. you'll be able to fill in certain gaps and like put the piece the whole thing together pretty nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Jared wanted to talk about this specifically. Um, and if you guys have anything else, feel free to, to throw it in as well. But Jared mentioned off air asking us if we were familiar with any of the toys and mm, merch. Yes. Okay. I, so again, like I said, at the time I was kind of away from the world, if you will, when this came out. Um, so I don't really have any experience with the toys or merch. I know Jared, you're wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. today. So, like, you know, when you go into Hot Topic and uh, Box Lunch, you can find stuff today. Um, But during the actual airing of the episodes, uh, I don't remember much of it. I did do some Google searches and was able to find, and Miguel sent over some pictures, too, um, of some of the action figures. But I, like, from memory, I do not remember it at the time. Uh, and I know Miguel no. got some uh, Funko Pops. Those just came out, right? Those are recent. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, those are a hit right now. It shows how much people still <laughs> yeah, love the show. Totally. Well, and then there's a complete lack of merchandise now, too. I mean, other than like Mark said, a few T-shirts and things like that. Um, there is nothing out right. there. In fact, there's a the one thing I wanted, which because I'm looking up the merchandise now, but I don't want to look too hard because I don't want spoilers or, you know, like, who's that guy? Oh, yeah. Um, so smart, but there was one, <laughs> it comes with a little mask. <laughs> it's got Aang's face, <laughs> which just looks <laughs> awesome. And, you know, it, it looks exactly <laughs> like his face with little eye holes. And then you get like a wrist, oh, yeah. like it's something you wear on your wrist. I think it must squirt. It's like an air. Yeah. It must oh. squirt water or air or something like that. But, um, I don't know. That was, the, <laughs> it was like $200 at this point, like on eBay or something. Oh. But I want that mask. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Did you buy any of the toys? Yeah, there was a lot previously. I got some mm-hmm. figures. I remember seeing them on the shelves yeah. at Toys R Us. Um, once I got into the show, yeah, I was definitely looking for some merch. Um, a friend of mine at the time, ha- another friend had an action figure. I thought mm-hmm. it looked great. They had like a Ang figure in Spirit Worlds where you pushed a button on the back and his arrows and eyes actually See, would that's, glow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> And um, they even yeah. Legos. Two Lego Legos sets. Officially yeah. licensed. Yeah. A- Avatar Lego sets. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't have the Legos, but I got some of the figures. I got the characters yeah. I enjoyed. How were and, they? Um, yeah. I didn't oh, open okay. them. I haven't opened them. They're still in the package, but uh, yeah. they look really cool. Because uh, okay, sculpts are good. Because that's, to me, I'm like, these are, they seem like pretty easy characters to adapt. Like, mm. I just hope they, they did a nice job on them. Like one I can talk about for season one. I see. To, I'm like hesitating on my words this episode. <laughs> so I don't know. I want to make sure I'm not spoiling. But um, they the blue yes. spirit figure. Yeah, is, that's one is I would want the best too. one. Yeah, it's Zuko. And then it comes with the mask you put over his face in the blue spirit. I just want the outfit. mask, yeah. really. Like that would be awesome to oh, just yeah. have a mask. Yeah. 
So cool. I um and I was googling mm-hmm. some stuff too, and I found like all of these fan people fans made their own masks i'm like oh shit those look really good i bet you there's probably somebody out there that made like a 3d file where you could 3d print a mask the, a the mask spirit. yeah that'd be awesome does the blue spirit come back is that a, a repeated thing okay very good um that's all we'll say stop we'll just it. stop there <laughs> stop it <laughs> uh, um another popular item at the time because i know if i had friends that were trying to get one was yeah, the plush. yeah Everyone oh, wanted this plush. That's of so Oppa. perfect yeah. too. Actually, when yeah. I was down south, when was that, Mark? When I saw you, when I was waiting for you at the uh, what was that place called? I don't. Irvine Spectrum. Irvine Spectrum. Yes. What a space age sounding <laughs> name for a mall. Um, <laughs> I was in that hot topic there because I was waiting for you guys, and they had a few of the Avatar ones there, but I hadn't watched the show all the way through yet. So, like, oh, this is. Stupid. I picked up that Appa one, and that would have been the one I bought because that one looks the best to me. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, oh, and I. But then I put it back, <laughs> and now I regret oh. it because you can't find those things anywhere. Like they're gone already. Right. So we'll see. I'll have to keep an eye out for the toys. I'm starting to like look at some of the eBay stuff, but I'll wait till I run through the whole show and, and see how I. Feel oh, about there's. It. There's a something that is a negative. Momo is freaking annoying. <laughs> really? I like Momo. Why don't you like Momo? <laughs> yeah. it's harmless. Uh, I don't know. It's just like a, I don't know, like a. I thought it was hilarious when Katara and Sokka are sick <laughs> and she's trying to tell <laughs> oh, him to yeah. go get, what was it, like one water, thing? Water. Yeah, water. He's bringing water, all this stuff. And he brought like everything yeah. but water, <laughs> like yeah, a totally. Groot in That was disgusting. Too. They had to like yeah. suck on those frogs <laughs> frozen frogs. frogs yeah uh so mark you didn't buy any merchandise when it was out no it was uh i was late to the yeah, game yeah so that's interesting to me though because this show is so big it seems like the merchandise is relatively subdued for, for oh. such a big show i mean if they did a lego set and yeah. yet we're still not seeing figures and stuff coming out like i don't know maybe they'll do a wave or something but um. even when i like recently like uh this week was looking just random Mm -hmm. avatar google searches i didn't see much merchandise out there you know just recently like very recently within the past few months they did the funko pop um toys but you know that even that is that's like nothing compared to what they could be doing and releasing for this show. Yeah, the the Funko Pops, I was able to get a hold of the Ang Chase figure, which is him on the air scooter. Yeah. And it goes in the dark. Oh yes. I remember and you posted that those. thing already goes for over a hundred. Oh, yeah, it goes over a hundred dollars now on eBay. So there's a lot of fans and collectors out there that would love Avatar products. That is yeah. always a sign that I like a show is I'm instantly curious about the toys. Um, you mm-hmm. know, like I really want a toy. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Our last episode, I brought you the, mm-hmm. I showed the Hilda figure. Yes. I've watched and I got that after watching half of the season. Like, oh my God, I love it. I need everything. You, then you start doing the crazy impulse buys. And I know you're like this too, Jared. Like, if you can't find it, but you know it exists, you're like, oh, I need it even more. I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> you disgusting. Like, you dig deeper and deeper. So, Okay, keep going on this tangent just yes. a little bit. That Hilda figure, it was so the it's actually tied to the comic book right. series that started I think like 2011. Mm-hmm. It's not attached to the cartoon, 
So they only released it like they did one batch in 2011 or 12. So what I have is from six or seven years ago. And because they made such a limited quantity, it was going for like a hundred bucks. But I put it, I saved it in like my Amazon watch list. Yeah. And just luckily found some secondhand seller that was selling for like $20. And I was like, buy, buy. Just immediately. Um, so I got pretty lucky with that I one. Don't, I never use those secondhand sellers. I don't know. I've never done it on Amazon, at least. I, I probably should look into that more, especially for things like these toys where they're difficult to find. Well, it's <clears throat> so... I mean, we get spoiled because if you buy it directly from Amazon, you get it next yeah. day or, you know, worst case scenario, two days. Um, and it's new. So with the secondhand sellers, the plus is it opens the potential for items that you're looking for. So like if it's an older, whatever toy or something that is no longer in production, you're able to find it through a secondhand seller. Um, But the, the downside is a lot of times, you know, it'll be used. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it just depends on what the thing is. Like, that's always a hard thing is like, you kind of want to see it like really good. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. Are you Amazon prime Miguel? Or do you use Amazon a lot? Yeah, I am. Yeah, um, use it yeah. too much. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, yeah, when I ordered I, uh, these discs, this was I was all set to watch this that Sunday, and this was one of those ones where you know they keep bumping back your delivery date, where it's like frustrating, uh, and it ooh. and it's like the only the time when you're waiting for something does that happen, where it falls into that weird yeah. black hole of like maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday, you know, <laughs> you're just like oh. screaming at your computer yeah. and there's no way to talk to anyone and yeah i did here's a little I brought mine out too so we can <laughs> so okay yeah look at. look at your box though how come your box is different you didn't I, get oh, the, the slip, slip cover. cover no mine didn't come with the slip cover uh, yeah what? that's why i'm what? saying was your no, second it wasn't and that's what pissed me <laughs> off because i'm like hey how come i didn't get that box? that's weird the slip is the coolest i know your 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 amazon delivery guy just took uh, that took it through that watched it all that's why there a is days some late. weird like I used to be that way about like the Disney DVDs. Some of them had slip covers and other retailers did not include the slip cover. And that would drive me bonkers. I would buy like a second copy because I'm like, I can't put that on the shelf now. <laughs> That's how I am now uh, with steelbooks. I don't even like regular Blu-rays now. I'm like, oh, I need that okay. collectible steelbook. We're way off subject here. But what is the deal with this steelbook? <laughs> is it just that you like the thing or is it? That there's all this bonus stuff with it. Well, well, no. <laughs> it's just for the collector's aspect of me. Like, it's just uh, they have like um, different uh-huh. artwork usually than the regular yeah. Blu-ray covers. Yeah. They do a lot of and Mondo then, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the just the tin alone. I like the cool tin cases. Uh, how do you go about collecting them? Everything that comes out on that, or just the movie? If you like, no, no, no. The, yeah, just what I like. Usually, it's it's hard to get um, past ones now. Like they they sell out quickly on like mm. at like Best Buy. If you don't pre order them now, by the time they hit the shelves, people are waiting there on that Tuesday morning, and they just that is so sell stupid, out. isn't it? Like that's amazing. Like I mean, I'm all for that kind of like stupidity of collectors because I'm that person too. But it's amazing. Yeah, like exactly. just dangle this in front of us, tell it's a limited edition, and we're like, okay, three, give give me three. <laughs> yeah. I'll show yeah. up at 5 a.m. I'll keep one. Yeah. I'll open one. I'll sell one. Give me three. Yep. yep. 
Uh, but so let me let me. I just wanted to see what Jared you also think because um, right now again I feel like it's a great story yeah. so far. But there's it leaves you hanging at with the so end much of season one because you're yeah. you're yeah at the end of season one because you're uh, well aware that Aang needs to mm-hmm. learn all these mm-hmm. elements. But where we're at is he needed to get a water bending teacher, and um, he right. found the master. And the master left him with the last words were like, you yeah. have a master now. Right. And it's Katara. They, they fixed right? sexism so. amongst the uh, <laughs> the water <laughs> truck. Yeah, yeah. It's all taken care of. That's very quick. Yeah. That's right. You just yeah. squared it all away. Um, yeah. Oh, did you have a question? Yeah. So I guess the question being is this like um, in your mind right now, like from what you've seen in the show, like you've gotten a taste, like you said, mm-hmm. of the character development, the story, where it's heading. You're a fan yeah, of all right. that so far, right? But there's so many more things that are coming up and questions unanswered. Like, do you feel like uh, the first season was solid leaving you with all that? Or you are you satisfied? Or are you just waiting for more knowing? More uh, definitely I mean? the latter. I, I think, um, you know, this one was, was mostly about uh, getting to know the characters and, and then sort of creating these sort of, you know, like a... It's like a gimmick to get them to do these things so that they can explain these things and not, you know, ruin the bigger story by over explaining. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. fine. I think that's great. If it were to maintain that in the second season, I might get a little impatient because I'm like, okay, we know the story. We know the setup. Let's just dive right into the, the heart of this thing, because I know there's only three seasons and we don't have much time to get through a lot. So that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I will say having, um, Zuko be such an interesting character, uh, be such a like a Kylo Ren kind of character where you know you don't dislike him, but you realize that there are some problems with him. That adds a dimension to it that I wasn't expecting. Like I thought it was all going to be just sort of Ang, and I'm sure there is some sort of tie between the two of them by mm-hmm. the end, uh, which will be interesting to see how that works out because. Um, yeah, uh, that that adds. They're a, gonna a great do the to it. the force touch. Right. They're gonna <laughs> yeah, reach out to each exactly. other. And- <laughs> exactly. So, um, but just the, uh, the the storytelling even got sophisticated by the end of the season. So, like I said, that last episode, what they did with the the fish in the in the water and everything, like that was mm-hmm. very kind of sophisticated storytelling for a kids show. I thought, uh, you know, and I I don't say kids show to mean like it's nonsense or something like, but that kids. Yeah, (laughs) but like for it to be on Nickelodeon and and not even like a Samurai Jack thing where there's an adult swim or something where you can kind of park this thing for adults somewhere else. Um, I thought that was really good. So I'm looking forward to more of that kind of storytelling um, in in the coming seasons. And, uh, you know, like all things that have a great start, I'm just hoping that it ends in a satisfactory kind of fulfilling way because it would be a shame to get Mm. to the end and be like, oh, that's it. Like, you know, like. Like like episode nine. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man. gosh, here we go. But yeah, no, I agree. I, I uh, the other thing that was neat was uh, going back to Iroh was he's always so calm mm-hmm. and kind of comedic and caring and nurturing of Zuko. It was fun um, at the end to see him yes. get aggressive with yes. uh, General yes. Zhao when. Um, you know, he's called the dragon of the West for a reason. So that was, that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. to see him. In yeah. Action. And to like really stand up 
for the thing as opposed to sides or tribes or anything like that. It was, it was great. Right. Um, right. Right. Again, like so much of this is so cinematic. Like I, that's why it, it is such a shame that the movie wasn't very good, but maybe the Netflix ah, series. I was, that yeah. I was just talking say, about. Yeah. We'll, we'll do There's it. redemption. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you hoping for the Netflix series then? Are you thinking season one, two, three or, or something bigger? It's, it's tough because so we talked about this in the last episode, you know, the snobby people saying, oh, the book's always better right, than the, right, right, right. the movie or the TV show. This is similar, although it's, you know, TV show to TV show. Mm-hmm. This this original series is more or less should be considered the source material. Um, so you are I mean, we we're probably we're going to want to see some differences. So it's not just a live action right, version right. of the cartoon. Yeah. I don't know what I would necessarily expect. Um, let me, let me ask you this. It's tough over the next three seasons for this thing over the next two seasons. Actually, does he age? I was going to talk about that, (laughs) but I don't want to spoil anything. So I wouldn't say anything. Here's my question. Why I'm asking that is because if they do a television (laughs) series, there's always that problem with a kid is, do you get some adult that has some disease? (laughs) And so he looks young, you know, like forever or or will he age appropriately as, you know, even assuming this thing takes a couple of years to get to the end. Yeah, it's it's like Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, totally, totally. So Exactly, it would have to be like Stranger okay. Things. Um, yeah. Who do you think will be the hardest to cast then? Okay, Well, let ahead. me say this. All the bad mouthing we yeah. talked about the movie, I thought the Aang in the movie. Oh, was perfect. Really, it's phenomenal. He was a martial arts yeah. prodigy, prodigy, and so he could do magic with the bow staff, which yeah. which what you need. It was real. You know, you need yeah. someone that could kill all the martial arts scenes. He was a cute kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was that was that would be good. So if they could find someone like that again, that would be great. Uh, I was gonna say I think Aang would be the toughest to cast because so much right. The success of this show is because he's such a likable antagonist. Mm-hmm. I think Zuko would probably be easier because he doesn't carry so much of the burden of pushing the story forward. Um, although kind he's of. obviously yeah. a, he's a major major player, yeah. but it's really Aang's story. And because he's a kid, you're gonna have to find a really good kid actor, which can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say that would be for sure. The most difficult uh, character. Yeah, and maybe Appa. Maybe Appa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Momo, <laughs> so Mark's that's favorite. where I, I think like um, some of the difficulties will be with this because obviously they probably won't do a lot of these side stories like they do in, in this one. Yeah, They'll probably it'll be more yeah, direct. stick to the story. I mean, depending on how many they're planning to do it, there's no, yeah, not to say that they have to do just three seasons and, and follow the arc of the of the show, mm. but it would be disappointing. I think if they took too many liberties with it and, um, yeah, cause they, yeah. they are being careful and saying that this is inspired by the animated show. That this is not just, a, um, you know, a, I know this is going down <laughs> another rabbit hole, but it, it, it surprises me so much how when someone loves something, like whether it's a comic, a cartoon, and then you make it, you know, in Hollywood, a movie yeah. or live action, how much everyone wants to put their mm-hmm. own personal touch on it and switch up certain mm-hmm. things. Like when everyone gets excited when they watch Deadpool because he looks like Deadpool from mm-hmm. the comic books mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? 
like keep it what fans love and like and people people will love yeah. it and enjoy it but everyone wants to put their own swing on things and and i want to be a part of this let me add this in there like let's make ang now uh you know 28 years old <laughs> instead of a young kid and let's do this like why like we all know the story and how we want yeah. it you know yeah. what i mean i um yeah i don't know i know that there's there's some that are just high concept just to be high concept you know like i don't know if you ever watched the bewitched movie that i is the cr- oh yeah yeah oh, with the, the craziest <laughs> way to do an adaptation ever so stupid it's annoying yeah, i saw it but um like i know there's always this fear that you're just gonna get the fans of the thing and not get a wider audience unless you do something that's sort of more general or like you don't have to know the story going into it and yet something that's still there for the fans but i agree like don't take away the thing people love about it just to make it a different right. thing yeah um yeah. so um so okay so what a p- positive thing about this netflix show coming for sure we're gonna get more merch after that yeah but airing. like i really want the cartoon merch i want like a good figure of this there's gonna kid. be a mix it's got to be like some inspired by the live action, but because that's going to, or well, assuming it's popular, you know, it's going to make them want to go back to the source material, which is easier to uh, make. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I hope they do uh, like, you know, just uh, like how Star Wars, every time a new Star Wars film comes out, they drag out every old figure that ever yeah. was um, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll do a line like that i'm surprised that there there aren't existing toys out there or that they don't keep spinning it off into some other version yeah. of the toys or something yeah so while we were discussing this i actually hopped on eBay <laughs> real quick to look how much the figures go for now that that drops during the show yeah. time like the yeah, cartoon yeah. ones and like they're around 40 and up some are as much as 140 like the blue spirit now is like 140 oh, at the cheapest they'll figure out something yeah yeah, I guess I won't be looking on uh, on uh, eBay for any eBay toys. For those. <laughs> those are all though carded in package. I'm sure you could get some loose ones cheap, you know. But yeah, mm. just that's kind just of exciting thing. though. Yeah, like I think part of me does like when you have this like hunt. You know, you know, you have this like something oh, to yeah. look for. But uh, oh, yeah. it is frustrating and expensive. Did they do like McDonald's toys or anything like that? I don't know. McDonald's has kind of been off their game for a while now. They used to do all kinds of cool the, stuff. Uh, toys, the you know? Asian um, ones do. Uh, they still do really well with the toys. Yeah. Good toys. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, speaking of Everybody's that, I'm just going to bring up some of the – I'm going to bring up the spicy questions about how everyone, when the movie came out, people were upset that it was mostly, you know, Caucasian right. kids playing okay, Asian-influenced – uh, theme so you know I don't know if we want to jump into that I mean <laughs> I have no problem you know um, you know I got love for all the kid actors that you know try to do their thing in the movie it's not their fault but yeah I feel like watching the cartoon you know it's very Asian influenced and you think of the Fire Nation and you know the Eskimos from the Water Tribe and everybody you know from where they're from on the mm-hmm. geographical map and you think of a certain race of people I don't know what are your guys thoughts you I know? mean it I think it's one of those things where I think the actual portrayal of the characters on the show is pretty generic, if not leaning whitish. Yeah. Um, but I will say because the show borrows so much from Asian cultures, it's almost like uh, you owe it to these people to <laughs> cast this with Asian characters because yeah. you're taking everything else from the other culture yeah. and don't just shove white kids in there because 
you know, yeah, were, some marketing <laughs> thing. The, the main cast, there was none in it, the movie. Did they, right. in the movie though, did they explain that? Did it make sense in the context of the film that these, no? no? Okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what is the main, I'll probably watch the film, but what is the main beef with the film? That they change the story so much or just that it's goofy or bad writing or like what's, what is the main problem with the film? I Mark, I haven't seen it in so long, but I remember that it did like so. The, the season one took takes place. I think was it 24, 26 episodes. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, something like that. This it, they try to cram all that into an hour and a half, and it it felt very yeah. rushed. Mm. And like that's that was what I was gonna say. I think the best thing, uh, the best point to make is the how fast they tried to cram all this stuff and how rushed it was. It was like beautifully laid out in the animation series every episode and then it's like let's just like start the movie and try to rush cram it it all in as fast yes fast as we can like you know what i rather would have taken like one or two of those stories and dragged them out for a full movie how it should be to develop everything than just rush through every little episode however you want to try to you know i definitely think there's potential and they i mean now they're going to do the netflix series so it probably won't turn into a movie but it could have been turned into a trilogy oh for sure um, for sure somebody could have figured out a way to do each season as an individual movie they could probably uh, squeeze a couple yeah. movies out of each season though actually right like i mean again you have the problem yeah. with the kid aging out of it super fast but um right yeah well we'll see i i, I will definitely watch the movie now <laughs> i'm just curious to <laughs> see I how they do you, you gotta things. like i you know You've got to do or what uh, Miguel said, though, Wait. and watch it after you finish the whole series. <laughs> what if I come back and I'm like, you know what? That movie was actually better, you guys. I'm in love with, <laughs> I'm in love with the movie. Uh, okay. The last the last thing I want to say before we sign off here, um, uh, it sounds like, Jared, you're a fan of this. I know nah. that Miguel and I h- hyped this up like crazy before, and we tried to trick you <laughs> into – like when we say hype, we mean like text Jared different <laughs> yeah. hours of the day saying, did you watch Avatar? Yeah. <laughs> and every time we talk about it, it's like, oh my God, it's so good. I love it. I can't believe you've seen it yet. Blah, yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Like how much of an influence did that have on you watching it? And like, did it skew your expectations at all? I know it's really difficult for it not to have any influence at all, but like, what did that do to you as you were watching? So it? it kind of came in stages. So once we, you know, once we knew we were going to do this and watch it and, and talk about it on the show, I started promoting it on social media. Like I got the disc and going to watch this for the first time. The response to that alone, compared to even what you guys said, was just over the top. Like I said, like people were writing <laughs> me emails and like people who've never written me before are writing to say like oh you're so lucky i wish i was you to get to watch this for the very first time and and, uh you know friends were saying oh this is like up there with my all-time favorite show and it's like lost and it's like not may not like the show is similar but just i love the show their admiration for it yeah Yeah. so i mean non-stop like just craziness so it's like at first i was like whatever i'm sure it's great and then it was like, uh, nothing could be this great. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Like, just it's so over the top. Like, it, it, you went back to zero again. So, um, mm. once I realized that it was as serialized right. as it was, then I was pretty much on board because I love that with animation. And it's so rare, surprisingly, mm. nowadays. 
uh, even something like Samurai Jack, which had a, a you know an overarching story, didn't follow it as tightly as this this story is. So right. um, I do like yeah. that, and and to hear that people liked it kind of assumes that there's a satisfactory ending to it, which gives me some comfort. Um, but um, yeah, or, or that it just didn't go on and on and on for like twelve years, and people are like, well, season eight and seventeen are great, but it falls apart <laughs> in twenty. You know, like um, uh, so yeah. it, that itself contained makes it makes it. Um, that I do too. I do really like that, um, and I think TV shows or I don't know, just stories in general should try and follow this with it where it has a definite beginning and end. I mean, it's great. Um, and it, I understand the it, problems with that. And it's all seems more business end of it. Like it doesn't, Oh, it's money. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sure. doesn't, I mean, you, yeah. Like a uh, syndication. You look at, um, like you look at the walking dead and it's what, uh, eight or nine seasons deep. Now it probably could have been a really good, strong three or four seasons. I, and then, yeah, that's when yeah, I fell yeah. off of it. Actually, like If they had a, like a, seasons, a, a definite ending to that and then it could have been held with such high regard but now it's just this never-ending thing and uh game of thrones although i haven't gotten into it Mm. i know that this is coming up on its final season everybody loves it and like that just feels right to me to to end it to have an end game i think that anything yeah yeah like anything that uh has like a beginning middle and end that's planned ahead of time i feel like it's more yeah i think it's more special because you focus in on that and you knock it out of the park and then let it live as what it was and well then it gives um what's the word i'm looking for it gives like uh necessary information throughout the show that is the worst most mark way to say that but it gives like an it gives like i totally get it i totally get it (laughs) it gives an urgency to the storytelling because you know it is adding up like you know, and if mm-hmm. for in order for this right. person to be here in season four, we need to start this back in season two. And I like that. Like that feels mm-hmm. right. That was one of the problems with Lost. Is I feel like it, it kind of did that, but it did got lost. <laughs> it didn't wrap up in a nice way. <laughs> I I will always refer to Lost. Did you watch Lost, Miguel? I saw like the first season and a half, or almost two seasons, and mm. I was done. Kind of, yeah. I guess. I Good just for you. It's like breaking a drug habit early. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was so interesting when it fantastic. first came out, right? Like everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" What is and they're this? thinking this is of rebooting amazing. it, and I'm I'm hoping if they do reboot it, maybe they can give us some better answers than what they did in the last season. But I don't. Uh, <laughs> everyone I talked to that was Lost fans tells me the same thing oh. too. At the end, they're like, "The ending was just like, yes, what? Ho- yeah, like yeah. that's why I told Mark. Hopefully, yeah. they." They do that. It's just inspired by. Well, the way that loss is structured that we were just talking about this, like it could be that other things, either either another time period on the island or it could be things happening at the same time as that concurrent story. And then they can just sort of dip back and forth to make it sort of tie in. But don't restart it. That Ugh. would be stupid. Anyway, my thing with um, Avatar, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is like, it was hard this episode as well because I just feel like two and three get. So we need a we need right. two episodes for for the two and three wrap-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need you need one for end day two and then you need well, one. Well, great. For the now that we've watched this, I can dive in. I've been holding off since finishing one. I didn't want to start two until after this, so oh. I will jump right back in. Excited. Alrighty. Yes, I am too. I mean, 
All right, I don't want to get too much deeper into this, so I think we've covered enough for this one. I am excited to continue this journey with Aang, Katara, and Sokka. Um, and <laughs> I want yes. to be Zuko for Halloween, our, I think. And, should I be and Zuko Uncle Iroh. or Sokka? Oh. I don't know. I can't tell. You should. <laughs> or Appa. Will I'll you? Appa. Will you do your? <laughs> <laughs> Will you get the yes. haircut? They do have similar hair. They both have just like a strip with a weird yeah, ponytail and a shaved I'll, I'll head. I'll keep growing my bangs out and then I can pull it back and then shave it all. Oh, yes. But that, I'll be okay. Zuko and then I Gotta can have it. to find a mask. It'll be an excuse to get that blue spirit mask. I'll just um, yeah. drip uh, candle wax onto your eye. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> 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 Done. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're getting yep. crazy here. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. This was a really fun one. Cannot wait to do this again with you guys. And hopefully, you know, if you listening to this, if you had fun with this, Jared said this early on, if we made a mistake or if you want to chime Definitely. in with you, some of your love or hate for uh, some of the things we said and brought up in this episode. Let us know. Leave us some combat comments. Leave us some particularly feedback. if Mark does not end this episode with the most amazing end credits music of any show ever. I <laughs> love that. Like it doesn't sound anything like any other. There it is. So much percussion in there. Alrighty, alrighty, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you later. So maybe it was a good thing. I guess I was speaking like Mark this episode. So. No, it's not. A, it's never a good thing. Keep that in for sure. Um, all right, back on okay. track. Sorry, I was back on track. <laughs>